0: Hello, LSA. It's Rob here. Um, I should start by saying Happy New Year to you all. I hope that you all had um, a great crossing over, uh, whatever that looked like for each, each of us. Uh, you know, maybe for some of us it was contemplation, for some of us it was, you know, uh, celebrations, whatever it was. I hope that it was a great crossing over from 2022 to 2023. 2022 was a, quite a unique um, year, LSA. It was a year in which we were lubricating things, causing things to move again. It was a year in which we were fighting to regain the territory of, um, of God's kingdom inheritance for us. After some losses of the pandemic, uh, we regained things, whether in our hearts, in our devotion to God, in our relationships, friendships, marriages, families. You know, last year was about fighting. And uh, if you're not a fighter last year, you couldn't you couldn't make it. You had to be a fighter. Um, and so I hope that, uh, I, I, I thank God. I thank God for His grace and for His anointing, for His Spirit, it certainly fell upon us from Feb, Feb of 2022 and throughout the year as we worshiped those long sessions of worship and all of the stuff that we did together. Um, you know, we're really, really are grateful to God. And we're grateful that by His grace we are now here in 2023 um, and i wanted to send you know to you all just an exhortation as we start of the year as we start of 2023 uh, the thing that is in my mind let say is this thing about the need to push beyond the firstness of our personal well-being and to regain the firstness of the kingdom in our lives again the need to push beyond the firstness of our personal well-being and to regain the territory of the kingdom in our hearts and in our lives and our friendships and our marriages and our families. I think the the one evil that happened, the many bad things that happened uh, during the pandemic, but the one thing that happened during the pandemic was the God of personal well-being was enthroned in our hearts, uh, even inside of the seculars of the church. It's almost like personal well-being was the was a navigation mechanism that we use to determine decision-making and all of those things. It was more important, our well-being was more important in other ways than the kingdom of God. And of course, that's not right. And, and that's not how we want to live. That's certainly not how the scripture instructs us to live. Um, and so in 2023 and beyond and as we trust that the Lord is actually based on what God is saying, even in the last very recent encounter that I shared that Malusi had during our in-person CPI last year, uh, which I I think is really a vision and encounter of the new ecology, where uh, Malusi describes this boat navigating through it, you know, waters, even through troubled and dangerous territories, um, into this, you know, seashore onto the seashores, and and becoming a temple that that, that uh, you know, uh, becomes a light to which others are drawn to. Uh, I think that's a beautiful, beautiful image, and I think God is speaking some significant things to us. And based on what God is saying, not based on how life is is happening or has been happening, based on what what God is saying, we have a hope. We, 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 we know that our future is secure. We have future security, you know, and, 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 uh, and, and, and based on that, we can pursue the kingdom. So I want to, to share some thoughts with you just around that, you know, the need to pursue the kingdom. There is no better way to go to in Scripture other than to look into the very words of Jesus about this subject. In Matthew chapter, chapter 6, if we read there from verse, um, from verse 24, Jesus says, no one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You you cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. Amazing scripture in verse 24 in Matthew chapter 6. And of course, in the subsequent verses, we know that what Jesus meant by the, 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 the God of money or mammon is really not about you know, extreme riches of being a billionaire is really talking about the God of personal well-being. He's really talking about the state of the mind. So this scripture applies to you and to, to me, whether we have billions in our bank account or not. It's a state of mind that Jesus is after. The danger of serving mammon, the danger of serving the God of materialism, the danger, in other words, of upholding personal well-being above the kingdom of god that's what jesus is really talking about and that's what we want to deal with and, and you know um you know that's what we want to confront coming out of the pandemic you know have, having having had to be you know uh in a surviving mode and putting masks and you know being worried about not getting sick and all of these things which were you know valid concerns but the the Um, you know, unwanted and undesired effects of that is that we, you know, we saw people falling back into that territory that we call the God of personal, you know, personal well-being. So Jesus says in verse 25 from verse 24, that is why I tell you not to worry about everything, uh, everyday life. Another translation says to not be anxious and I really will look into that word later. It's that's a state of mind as a psychological state. To not be worried or to not be anxious about your everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? And let's say I want us to live in a territory that we call life is more than food. Life to remind ourselves of this, that life is more than food. In verse 28, look at the birds. So Jesus begins to make examples of creation. He begins by using the example of birds. They, he says they don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them, and unto far more valuable to him than they are. So the first thing that Jesus highlights for us is that we are actually valuable in the heart of the Father. In verse 27, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? In other words, by simply worrying, you don't change anything. That's what Jesus is saying. In verse 28, and why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field. So he's now using the example of wildflowers. Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully, so, you know, if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So three things so far that Jesus is addressing here. That number one, we're available in the heart of the Father. We are available. Number two, the Father cares for us. And number three, we are not to have little faith. So don't worry, Investor 31. So don't worry about these things, saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. I'm reading here from the NLT. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your Heavenly Father already knows all your needs. In, you know, goes the fourth thing. The first is that God, we are available in the heart of the Father. Secondly, He cares for us. Thirdly, we are not to be of little faith. Fourthly, our needs have, have already been quantified in heaven. Your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else. Seek the kingdom of God above all else. Another translation says, seek first the kingdom. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's troubles is in today's trouble is enough for today. Amazing scripture uh, in that verse thirty-four. There, don't worry about tomorrow. You have to carefully frame, uh, even when you're addressing the issues of life. Uh, carefully frame your agenda items. Jesus is basically saying, uh, to use the boardroom language. Carefully frame them because if you extend yourself too far and too much, you're going to be overwhelmed by life. So, LSA, I want to encourage us to find ourselves, to move ourselves out of the territory of the God of personal well-being, which has been the part of the effects of the pandemic season, and to find ourselves in a place called life is bigger than food. If you want to use that phrase as a mentality phrase, as a phrase that forms and creates your attitude, life is bigger than food. And Jesus says, do not be of little faith. You know, God, you're available in the heart of God. You, you know, God cares for you. God has quantified your, your needs already. And so do not be of little faith, he says. Um, in other words, part of the root cause of this, God of personal well-being gaining ground in our hearts is really, it's the evidence of lack of faith, you know. That's what Jesus is saying here, that these things show that we actually don't have faith. And so we are not to be of lack of faith. Then he says this, he says, you know, these concerns about food, water or drinks and clothing um, are not to dominate our thoughts In other words, we have to place them correctly within the structure of our own lives. He says, seek the kingdom first. And then he he also says, seek the righteousness of God first. And that's where I talk about the firstness of the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom? The kingdom is the rule of God. The kingdom is God's administration. It's God's way of life. The kingdom of God is God's will. We are to seek first in all that we do. Um, whether it's family, whether it's friendships, whether it's work, whether it's business. Seek the rule of God in all of those territories. In other words, seek what is the will of God inside of these things. Let that be the driver of your life and of our lives. Not, not our personal well-being. When we seek personal well-being, that can take, take us often time and surely will take us into very, very dangerous territories. So we want to be seeking the rule of God god needs to rule in my heart god needs to rule in my marriage god needs to rule in my friendships god needs to rule in my vocation god needs to rule in my business and if that is the driver of my life jesus says we're gonna be safe and in fact we're gonna also secure our personal well-being when we do that because god jesus says will certainly add um, you know, these things that are quantified as our needs. And, and so, you know, the, the two th- words that are used here, which you know, are quite interesting, is that to not be anxious or do not worry um, is, is, is a word that means to be troubled in your mind, to be distracted and to be disrupted. I think we've seen that in the, in the pandemic season, is that there has been anxiety and depression. The word means to be troubled in mind, to be distracted and to be disrupted. So Jesus is not talking about, you know, living a life, uh, uh, you know, a reckless life in terms of, you know, making plans for your life. The Bible is clear about that. Make plans and seek counsel. We know that. We qualify scripture with scripture, right? So he's not talking about that. But he is talking about, let not the things of this world, let not the things of this earth enter into and disrupt your state of mind to cause you to be troubled in mind to be distracted and to be disrupted rather jesus says you know it gives it gives us the replacement word from anxiety to seeking so when we're anxious we are just it's when we're just accepting the the misfortunes of life the bad things that have happened to us and we sit down and we just worry about it we moan we lament that uh, we do nothing about it Uh, We just feel like we've been unfortunate and all of those things. And it's a state of mind that. And Jesus says, don't be anxious or do not worry, depending on whatever translation you're reading from. He says, rather, seek the kingdom. The word seek is a powerful word. It obviously means to seek after something. It means to inquire. The word means to plot against life. In other words, to have a plan of pursuit of God. You know, how are we planning to pursue God? Um, The word also obviously has the element of to worship God, so we can worship God through a life of pursuit that in doing life, in doing friendship and marriage and family and vocational life business, there is the continuous seeking of the rule of God in all of those spheres and territories that results in a glorification and a worshipping of God. The word seek has the idea that we are not just folding our arms and watching life happen, but rather we are very selectively pursuing something specific that God, we know God wants for us. That thing that we call the will of God, the will of God. We are pursuing that. The the word seek also has the element of fighting through life, you know, of of, of putting effort to fight through life. And that's what we want to do, let's say, in 2023. We've, we've been fighting in 2022, and as we you know, step back into our rightful territories and inheritance in 2023, we want to continue the fight of good faith. You know, we want to continue a push, you know, pushing and inquiring, you know, so we live a life seeking the will of God, seeking the mind of God. That's what that word seek means, to seek his mind, to seek his will. It it means to plot against life, to, to have a track and a plan that here is how I'm going to navigate life circumstances in order to secure the will of God in my life. Here is how I'm going to navigate my life, my heart in order to secure the will of God in my life. Here is how I'm going to navigate my marriage in order to secure the will of God in my life. Here is how I'm going to navigate my friendship in order to secure the will of God in my life. Here is how I'm going to navigate my vocational job, my career, in order to secure the will of God in my life. Here is how I'm going to navigate my business in order to secure the will of God in my life. Here is how I'm going to navigate my my partnership within the community of LSA in order to secure the will of God in my life. And that's what we want to do, LSA. Uh, You know, I want to encourage you with with those words to seek his kingdom first. Let the kingdom be first again. Let not personal well-being be first, but let the kingdom be first. And if we make the kingdom first, God will add, because God has indeed quantified your needs and my needs. And I hope that these words encourage and strengthen us as we pursue God in this year. We look forward to 2023 and we look forward to pursue God based on You know, he's speaking and based on what he has been, you know, saying and speaking to us. Cheers.